it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. Hello. Oh my gosh. So I have batched previous podcasts. So it's been a little while since I've actually sat down behind the microphone. And then oh, this might be a little bit of a hard one here. It was hard for me to hit record. And I didn't even know what I wanted to start out with. And I'm not a fan. I do not write out scripts. I mean, ugh, it's a bit beep of mine. I can tell when there's podcasters out there and they've written the script and they're just writing it. And I'm like, holy shit, if I wanted to listen to an audiobook, I'd go listen to an audiobook. And I know that's a tangent. And it's because my brain is going, uh, where do I even begin? I've been having so so much is going to be changing and I don't know exactly where it's going. It's not it's not a let's freak out about any of this. It's not we're stopping everything. It's nothing like that. I just have known for a while that some things were not quite working the way I wanted them to. Of course, you know, my friend Lady Raven from Color Monthly, she and I started Bundle Bash, and that is working really well. And that was not like in the plans <laughs> for my year even really. Um, I think we started it. I don't think we even started the conversation until this year. So uh, you're going to need a drink for this one because I'm going to be scrolling extra. So hold on. Here we go. I've known that there's been a bunch of stuff that's going to be changing and I have been open to it because I'm not sure where it's going. And previously, that not knowing absolutely freaked me the hell out. My control issues would pop out and I'd be like, no, we must plan to the nth and figure this exact out so that there's no surprises and it's less scary. And oh my God, that was years past. That was old Val trying to grab a hold and just have any control in my life that I possibly could. Now that I'm aware and you and I both know once you're aware, you can't be unaware, right? So now that I'm aware that that is something that I gravitate towards, as soon as I start feeling that feeling of, okay, I have to take control, I'm getting better and better and better of, no, you don't, because that's not the issue. So don't let it flow. So I've been really aware, letting it flow. I'm still not quite sure where a lot of stuff is going to be landing. I am hyper aware of what am I enjoying the heck out of and writing down, how can I do more of that? But I know something's coming. And I'm not quite sure exactly what it is. And it's a tough part because it's one of those things where you can't coach yourself. Okay, there might be people that, that can, but I kind of call bullshit on that. Yeah, we could do a lot of self-coaching, but we're in it and we're close to it. 
our minds are telling us certain things are going on that may not be true or that we're trying to force to be true. So that is one big reason why I have coaches as well, because I realize that, yeah, I have lots of tools and I can get myself through a lot of different stuff, but I'm not stupid. And I realize there's still quite a bit of stuff that I can't get through or I can't get through quickly. So I don't want to sit in it as long. I want to get help working through it instead of doing it on my own like I have for so many years because I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. Again, awareness, right? Once we realize that these are things that we're doing. So a big thing, and this is the, this is the icky one. So hopefully I'm not going to be a crying sack of garbage here pretty soon. One thing I have had limited time, and I know this is no disrespect to people that are caregivers for humans, but I've been a caregiver for my old dog for over two years now. She's been really, really old, getting more frail. She was she was only at her fattest. <laughs> At her absolute fattest, she only ever got up to like eight pounds. <laughs> I mean, and then in her last days, she she's been down to five pounds. So it's it's been a lot of work. I've had to feed her multiple times a day. I've cooked for her. I mean, I was literally keeping her alive <laughs> in the last year. By I know the girl will eat pizza, so I've given her pizza in her mixed in with her food so that she would eat more. I mean. It has absolutely consumed most waking days, most sleeps. It's been a lot. So long story long, I had to make the choice. Now that you're listening to this right now, it'll probably be a couple of weeks previously. It was time and I had to make the choice to put her down. And so that was only a week ago for me right now. I gave myself permission to not do much. Actually, I gave myself permission to not do a goddamn thing that entire week and just be in my emotions, which is something I have not done. Hence the reason I have all of this extra weight. I have been definitely, definitely in the last five and a half years now, eating and drinking my emotions 100%. 100% plus. When we lost my father-in-law, we did not, we buried ourselves in work and we did not deal with it. So now I get to deal with that on top of my beloved dog and losing the weight because I did gain a ton of weight in those five years by eating and drinking my emotions. So last week, I really just paid attention to, you know what, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to cry. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to make sarcastic jokes. I'm going to hang out with the other dogs as they try to deal with uh, what happened. You know, where is she? And all of that. And it was, it was so good and it was so bad at the same time. I'm not going to pretend that I'm over it. Absolutely not. I will not be over it uh, ever. You know, she's in my life for 15 years and she's been through every adult situation that I've had. She helped me through the empty nest. She helped me through all of my shitty friends that were not there for the empty nest. She helped me with the loss of the two parents. I mean, she's just, besides my husband, she's been the only one there. It was easy for me to take care of her and turn my mommy into taking care of her. So I realized this is going to lead to a topic, by the way. <laughs> I just have to, I just have to get it out. 
I just have to get this out. If you have not had a fur baby, that means that much to you. I don't know. I I don't know if I feel good for you because you don't have to go through the loss or sad for you because you just haven't been had that connection. Either way, it doesn't matter. That's yours. But for me, this was legit losing a family member. So I've just been in the emotions, like I said. And as I'm in the emotions, I'm just letting whatever hit, not my norm. As soon as I want to just run to the tater chips or run to the wine or run to any of that, I've been paying attention. It's like, okay, am I hungry? Do I really need to eat something? Or did I just have a sad memory pop up or a sad moment pop up? And I'm just like, eat the bag of potato chips. So I've been thinking of all of that stuff. And as I've been thinking about it and being in it and giving myself permission to be in it, I realized just how much, and and I knew, I knew that being her caregiver was very limiting for things for me. But if you've ever been a caregiver, um, there's that moment of relief along with all of the sadness. And I get it because I've helped other people through it. I've been around a lot of older people in my life. So I understand it from this spouse kind of point of view as I've helped all of these other people through this the caregiving, grief, and relief that you feel uh, when it's done. Because all of a sudden, it's like you've gotten your life. And I scheduled so much stuff by the end of last week. There's been a lot of stuff that I wanted to do, but she wouldn't eat if I wasn't around. Or if she did, she would lose ounces again. So I really had that on me of, you know what, it has to really be worth it for me to go away without her in order for me to go away without her. And I had to make a priority of, okay, what is my priority? And my family's always been one of my top priority, and she is one of my family. So, so that ended up being a priority that was probably not quite as healthy. I will admit that, but it is what it is. And I don't regret it looking back. So there's that. But things holding you back, this is a legitimate thing that has held me back for at least the last year, probably the last two. Because now that I am not getting up with her, feeding her multiple times a day, making sure that the other dogs don't get into her food multiple times a day because she was on heart meds and other stuff that really didn't want them in on. Plus, I didn't want them eating her food. She couldn't do our stairs. Uh, Our backyard has multiple stairs down from the porch down into the yard. And she couldn't do that. So every time that she needed to go outside, I'd have to stop everything and go outside. Well, I knew how much time I was up, down, up, down, up, down, feeling like I was back in trying to work with the kids at home, toddler days. I didn't quite understand it until last week where I didn't have to do anything. And that was part of the thing of just being in it, of realizing, oh my gosh, that was a lot of time. No wonder why I was not getting things done. When you're working at 20 minutes and you're interrupted, 20 minutes and you're interrupted, it makes it hard to find a flow, right? So I'm looking forward to that, but I do want to touch base today on things that are holding you back. And I realize it was a crutch and legit at the same time, which are always big things for holding us back. 
always. It's like, no, this was a legit reason why I did not have the time, why I was not getting some stuff done, why I would not set certain goals because of my time constraints. However, it was also the easy thing to blame and the easy thing to lean back on. Well, I won't set that goal because kind of thing. And there's other stuff that we use to hold ourselves back as well. You know, caregiving is, it's a legit one. It drains you. It drains you. So if you are a caregiver out there right now, I want you to recognize how much energy that takes from you 24-7. It doesn't matter if you are sleeping, you're not. Your sleep is not great because you are waiting. You're waiting for that wake up. So it's just like back in the day when we were taking care of little kids. And I count caregiving as you've got littles at home. It's that same thing. It's 24-7. It drains you. You have to pay attention to that. Is this a season where you're going to have to pay attention to taking care of the basics? And what are the basics? And what can you add in or not add in because you're in this season? You have to look at it. Now, I'm not saying don't hustle because that is part of an issue when you're in a season like that and it's draining you. Those have been my hustle seasons. It's like, all right, husband's home. I got to boogie and get a lot of shit done in that hour when I can really just focus and not pay attention and just say, okay, will you take care of her kind of thing? That's hustle times. And I'm not a fan of the word hustle. <laughs> I don't like to hustle. I like to enjoy what I'm doing. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean that I don't like to like balls to the wall go, but I don't like the hustle. The hustle to me just seems just like, oh my God, kind of thing versus balls to the wall. Balls to the wall to me just feels like I've got this project and I am so in it that I want to do it versus being at a point where it's like, this is my hour. I have to get everything done. You know, I prefer balls to the wall. I don't know. I think I just deciphered it. I should say that in the last week and a half, I have had more cliches running out of my mouth and through my head than ever in my life. So prepare for (laughs) things that are holding you back. You know, like I said, right now, I'm absolutely owning the fact that the taking care of my dog was holding me back. I scheduled a vacation. I'm feeling better, even though I'm like super sad still. Okay. It's just different. It just is. I don't need to, I don't need to analyze it, do I? We don't have to analyze it. We can just feel better in certain ways and feel sad at the same time. And it's all right. That's what I've been working on last week. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I've been working on last week. The fact that it's okay. I There's no right or wrong way to feel. There's no right or wrong way to go through anything in any day. So things that are holding you back, there's caregiving. I've got a list of them, so we're going to talk about them. Caregiving. So you're going to need to pay attention. What time do you actually have that you can be productive? If you're taking care of littles, People talk about it all the time. Oh, get up three hours early. Oh, stay up late. It's whatever works for you and whatever works for you in that day. I'm just going to say that I'm not a morning person. Getting up in the morning and trying to work back in the day when the kids were little was a joke. A joke. I was freaking tired. I was one of the night owls. I'd stay up and I would work after they'd gone to bed and the house was quiet. It just worked for me back in the day. So find what works for you and realize that, you know what, if it works for you for a day, a week, a month, 
a year, two years, there might be the day that you have to change it up. And just because it's always worked in the past doesn't mean it's going to work now. So pay attention. Things holding you back. Caregiving, mental health. Are you in an okay mental health? That's why I gave myself permission to not be okay last week. I canceled a lot of stuff. A lot. And I never even said sorry. It was just a, I can't and I have to cancel this. Thank you for understanding. But I can't do this. I can't pretend. I couldn't pretend that anybody else's stuff was more important than what I was I was going through. I couldn't. And I wasn't. And it wasn't fair to anybody. And that's basically what I was telling everybody too. Like my mental health was more important than anything else. Ooh, that felt really good to say. I think you should say it. I think you should say it right now. Your mental health is more important than anything else. Period. Because letting myself have the feelings, that's one of the big things that I'm paying attention to right now is instead of burying my feelings under food and wine, like I love old me, I'm working on that being old me, love to do, I'm dealing with it so that I'm not like beating myself up down the road too. It sucks to be dealing with it. It sucks to be feeling it. Tired of crying at the drop of a hat when a memory or something comes up. I am tired of that, but it just is life. And working through it, it's making my mental health, (laughs) my brain is starting to feel clearer than it has in a really long time. And I'm loving that. Now, things that are holding you back, uh, you could be, Like I said, I'm going to go back through them again. Caregiving, your mental health. How is your mental health? Now, I know I was depressed last week, and I know I'm probably still depressed. I do want to make sure and let you know, no, I'm not depressed as in I'm going to hurt myself. If you are ever, ever contemplating, if it's ever even crossed your mind, please reach out. I've got it in the show notes. Call the National Suicide Hotline and talk to them. They are there. They are the professionals. You should never, ever, ever feel that way. It's not okay. And it's not okay for you to try and deal with by yourself, okay? So get help from the professionals. There's difference between being depressed and grief, grieving, and being depressed and you want to hurt yourself, okay? So I'm just going to put that out there right now. Please, please, please reach out to the professionals. There's many of them out there and they are absolutely waiting to talk to you and don't feel stupid about doing it okay your mental health is the most important thing for you so remember that so your mental health other things holding us back god those got deep i started off with the really deep ones ew right (sighs) i promise i'll be perking up i promise you know i'll be back i'll be back to my laughy self I know a lot of other people have issues where there's other people in their lives that are holding them back. Now, granted, that's us letting them hold us back, but it's still the shit that they're telling us. And we just don't know how to deal with it. And especially if they are really close to us, it's hard to deal with everything in life and then deal with somebody talking down to you or shaming you or blaming you or any of that. So boundaries are really important for for what could possibly be holding you back in your business, in anything that you want to do, goals, life. Who is it? If it's somebody that's talking to you, you already figured it out because their name and their face popped up immediately when I brought this up. 
if you had somebody pop up, pay attention. Doesn't mean you have to kick them out. It doesn't mean anything until you make it mean something. I would suggest, though, that it means there's a conversation that needs to be had, or you just need to pay attention to why did, well, you really do need to pay attention to why did their name and or their face pop into my head? What made that happen? So take a look at it. You know, are you using them as an excuse not to get stuff done? Or are they really working and holding you back? There's different levels. So take a look at that. If, see if it's somebody, somebody you know, somebody in your life that you might need to have a conversation or set up boundaries. Um, you don't always have to have conversations. You can set up boundaries. There's been plenty of times where I've had negative people in my life and I didn't kick them out. I just didn't do anything with them for a while until I had my mental space cleared better. Now, some of the other things, time. You know, we're going back to, like I said, with the caregiving, or if you have kids and you're taking care of them, you have a job. It's hard to do all of those things, especially if you're doing both of those things, which I have back in the past, and trying to run a business. That's hard. So you have to pay attention to the fact that you might be trying to do too much. What can you do in your business with the time that you have? where you know you will actually be productive. What can you get done? It's amazing if you pay attention to those words, those phrases, and really map out, okay, what can I for reals get done during this time? And what time will I have the mental capacity to go for it and really crank it out and do a good job and be happy about it? Only you know, like I said, people say, get up early, stay up late. You know, it could be midday, it could be nap time. There's so many different ways when you, especially when you're working with kids, but even working around a job, if you get up early, stay up after work or, you know, stay present after work and get stuff done, just pay attention to when you're going to be productive, but pay attention to how much time you actually have. If you only have an hour, I do this all the time when I'm working with the, with the people when they sign up for the Get Biz Done Challenge. We work at paying attention to how much time do you have this week? to actually get stuff done. We cannot create lists that you need 40 hours to accomplish if you know you have three hours during the week that are open to work on your business and you're not quite sure how mentally productive you will be during that time. So you have to be aware. If you are expecting yourself to do things when there's just, I mean, legit not time, you're setting yourself up for failure which means you're holding yourself back because you're setting unrealistic goals for yourself. They will never be accomplished in that time frame. Never. So you have to pay attention to what can I get done? What can I and will get done in the time that I have? It might mean that some things are going to take a little longer and that's going to have to be okay because it's better than not getting done at all which if you've got 40 hours to get done in three hours, that's a lot of stuff that's not going to get done. That's a lot that's going to be weighing on your brain. And I know that because I've done that. I was totally doing that back when I went back to school, was working and raising the kids. My husband was around, but I mean, he was his hours were astronomical crazy with his commute. So I was trying to do all of that stuff and thinking I was going to do a biz at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that was silly. <laughs> 
That was silly. <laughs> Sometimes the things that are holding our back, ourselves back, those of us that are creatives, we get really, really good at, oh, we have so many ideas, so many ideas, but I want to do this and this and this and this and this. And then we go on and we're like, oh, well, so-and-so has 12 businesses, so I will do it too. And it's like, okay, I can tell you from experience, if you do not have one business working and making you money, adding two more will not help any of them work and make you money. I know this from experience. It doesn't matter how many times coaches told me this, that I needed to focus on one. I'm like, but I'm multi-passionate. And I am. I have a zillion ideas. I have I'm back up to 75 domains again. <laughs> Some of those are workshop only, but I'm back up to a ton of domains again because I have so many ideas that have flown through my head and they all could make money and they all would make money if I focused on one. So that's one major thing. Our creative minds are really good at holding us back. Because then it's easy to tell ourselves, oh, well, but I'm creative. And that's why I can't focus on just one thing. It's like, no, no, that has nothing to do with it. It has to do with us not prioritizing. So we're holding ourselves back. Because if we go from one thing to another thing to another thing and not fully finish, that means we can't fail. Because nothing was fully finished. We never did anything 100%. Never did anything 200%. We never fully gave it our all. And if you are one of these creatives like myself, then you know exactly what I'm talking about because we're sharing some ideas through our brain right now. Just talking, <laughs> talking straight to you from my brain to yours. If you are creative and you're using that as something that's holding you back, it is us holding ourselves back because we have so many ideas. Love to help you focus on that one. Love to, because obviously that's one of my things. So I can help you. <laughs> I can definitely help you narrow that down. And one other thing that I wanted to add in for things that are holding you back, it could be education. Now, I know that there's the point where you are over planning. You're taking a million different workshops. Is it, what's Jennifer say? Jennifer Burke. Uh, oh gosh, I lost the word. Procrastinating. <laughs> I think it's what she's been using, procrastinating. It's putting it off. We're holding ourselves back because like, well, if we just learn this, well, if we just learn that, well, if we just learn this. And my friends and I were talking about this, the mastermind members and I were actually were talking about this because three of us in the mastermind, in my mastermind have been on business, been online or in, in other businesses for ourselves. We've been entrepreneurs for over 20 years, each of us. So we look back and it's like, there was nobody to teach us 22 years ago. We had to learn how to use things on our own. We had to learn how to piece things together on our own. And that's okay. We didn't let it hold us back. There just wasn't an option. And sometimes I think because there are so many workshops out there that that is a detriment to quite a few entrepreneurs because it's like, oh, well, if I go and learn this blogging class, oh, if I go and take this marketing class, oh, if I go and take this one, then I will hit my goals. Then my business will be a success, whatever the fuck that means. Your business will be a success, by the way. Yeah. Sit down and figure that one out. <laughs> no definition. Then 
everything will work. Everything will flow. Sad moment. No, taking a workshop doesn't make anything flow in your business. You taking action from that workshop helps make your business flow, helps make your income. The sitting in the classroom doesn't do shit. Taking another workshop doesn't do shit. Learning one more thing doesn't do shit unless you get out of your own way and you actually put it to work. And I know a couple of you right now are absolutely saying, oh my God, get out of my head. And yeah, I know I've talked to a few of you and this is one of the things that you love to do. It is something that I, it's one of my triggers. It's one of my flags that I'm hiding from stuff because I've signed up for yet another workshop or I've signed up for a challenge. And I don't just sign up for one at a time. I'll sign up for five at a time, meaning there's no way to do them all and effectively learn. And there's definitely no way to put any of it into action if I'm trying to take five workshops and challenges all at the same time. It's me holding myself back because I can't figure out what my next step is. And I obviously didn't talk to my coach about it. So I'm looking for the answers, looking for the answers, looking for the answers. I know the answers. You know the answers. You'd be surprised at how many of the answers you know. You have taken enough workshops, taken enough classes to get your business rolling. You have enough information. So don't let more education get in your way. Improving yourself is always a great thing absolutely helps your business grow, but pay attention to why you're doing it. So like I was saying, things that are holding you back, and I'm looking at the fact, the big cliche that's been running through my brain is, is I'm really feeling like everything is old. Everything that is old is new again. And for me, that means a lot of things that I haven't done for way over five years. Some of the things I haven't done for well, I was going to say, why am I being teasy? Like it's popping in my head that I want to flip websites again, that I want to build websites again and sell them. I did this. I did this for a few years, probably 15 years ago. And I, I loved it until I didn't love it anymore. And it's, it's been quite a while and it sounds fun. So I'm like, huh, what if, you know, I love to do that. What if, what if that's what I just need to do right now? Doesn't mean I have to do it forever. This could mean I do a few websites and see if it's fun. If it's not fun, don't do it. You know, I'm really leaning into the what ifs. I did shut down my my membership for a little while. I didn't know exactly what direction I wanted it to go. I'd been running it for two and a half years. You've heard me talk about it on here. <laughs> it has been my focus. It was my major focus this year. Boom, this is what we're doing. And all of a sudden I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I what I want it to be. And as soon as that popped into my head, I'm like, that's not fair to my members or to me. So I shut it down. Shut it down. Scary. <laughs> it's scary. I shut it down. But it's not forever. It's just I need to sit down and figure out exactly what I want it to look like. I want to sit down and really map out the experience I want to have with the members. And what I want the members experience to be like. And I wasn't getting that when I was going peace here, peace here, peace here. Oh my gosh, I was doing the education thing. Join the membership thing to try and get more clarity on that. Join the membership thing. I joined to two big ones at the same time. Really? Yeah, red flag. <laughs> red flag for me right there. <laughs> two of them. 
<laughs> at the same time. For one, you're not going to get the same information from either one of them. They could be contradicting each other. That makes it really hard to put anything into action. But most of the thing was I know that there's no way I had time to truly go through and pay attention and implement. So that's why I was just like, nope, let's close it down. Let's reconfigure. Let's take the time. Come back stronger, more <laughs> detailed, and exactly what I want it to look like. And it'll be wonderful. And I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be hard when I'm not doing my weekly meetings for a while. It will be really hard because it's absolutely my favorite part of the membership was meeting every week. But like I said, I just needed to focus. I need to sit down and figure out exactly what I want it to look like. And that is okay. That's my big thing right now. Whatever I need to do is okay. If I need to take a step back, if I need to go on a trip, as my husband and I are going to run away here in another week, just for a couple of days, because I needed to get away. Have to get out of the normal. And it's summertime, so who doesn't want to go to the lake, right? So pay attention to things within you, things you are creating or things outside of your body that are holding you back. They're legit. It's happening. It's all right. Just be aware of it. So the more you're aware of it, then the more you can go, okay, I want to change this. Or you'd be like, okay, this is just the way it is for right now. How can I work within these parameters? Because this is just life right now. That's where I've been for the last two years is this is just life. And now that I don't have that, it's kind of like, whoa, oh my God, the world is my oyster. I told you the cliches are just fucking horrid going through my head. <laughs> The world is literally my oyster. I can do whatever I want. That's how I feel right now. And it's really freeing and really scary all at the same time. Especially remember me talking about that whole creative mind? Yeah. <laughs> my brain's just like, oh my God, what if we did? And I don't even have anything right now. But again, everything old is new again is really the one that's going through. So I am paying attention to. My old brain dumps, I'm looking at old brain dumps that I've had. And is any of that sounding interesting? I'm not jumping on anything right now, which is so weird. I usually grab a hold of something immediately. It sounds like fun and I go. And I'm not doing that this time. And it's just weird. It's like, who is this girl? Not sure if I like it or not, but I had to do something different. Things had to change. Life changed. My life changed. And to use a way over excuse or way overused in the last two years, this is my new norm. And I hate saying that, but I mostly hate saying it because it is. My life has completely changed as of a week ago. I've had to give myself permission to get used to my new norm. And there really wasn't another phrase to use. Okay, here we go. I'm excited to talk further about all of the changes that are going on, bring you with me, but pay attention to the things that are holding you back. If there was stuff on there beyond that list, I'd love it if you'd hit me up. Okay, bosslady at valselby.com. Let's talk about it. Let's add it to the list here in the show notes. There's definitely got to be way more things that could be holding somebody back. I just grabbed a hold of those and ran with it. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you.
Thanks for listening to Val Full Volume. If you are done spinning in circles and procrastinating, check out my quick workshop, 14 Biz Actions. Action creates change. Now go out there and create the biz of your dreams.